You're listening to Show Me Your Mic, a show that interviews other podcasters about their workflows, gear, and thoughts on podcasting. Your host is Chris Enns, a podcaster who's hoping to learn more about the craft by talking to fellow broadcasters. This should be all done internally, you know? Yeah. We should be able to have multiple Skype connections, all those streams coming into a, you know, a, a, a virtual mixer. You know, there was that, where's that uh, wiretap anywhere? Yeah, wiretap, wiretap studio, wirecast, wire, yeah. 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 Uh, and it stopped working with Lion and now Mountain Lion because they changed the APIs. But it would have made, it made everything so easy. It's like I could just take my Skype output and input it into GarageBand or Logic or whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, and now I got to go out to come back in to do the same thing. It's like I know. really frustrating. There's a, you've probably come across Soundflower. Yes. Which and is, yeah. I, look, I have a degree in music production. I went to <laughs> Berkeley College of Music in Boston. I've, I, I could mix things on SSL consoles, two inch tape. Like, I can't understand get Soundflower working for the life of me. I know. It's, Does it actually work? Well, I, that's the thing. I tried that route and then I ended up dumping the cash on a mixer and some extra machines and stuff just because it was like something about it like what you're saying like you know we should be able to just say put this audio and send it here and but something yeah. about it just uh, i don't know maybe i'm just dumb why well, i'm probably slow i am slow but uh, i've i've tried to figure it out too and it's never worked well for well, me i feel better uh, than knowing that you have a degree in music production and you didn't like it so i, I was just I, i'm like going around in circles i was like i don't this is a crazy hack i don't understand yeah. what they're getting at um <laughs> Anyway, so it's just, yeah, so you end up having to go out to come back in, which is always annoying. Yeah. Sorry, you can start whatever you want to start with. <laughs> no, thank, that's good. Uh, let's see. What should we do? This will be, we'll do a cold, what's it called? A cold intro? A hot sure. intro? Dry intro? Anyways, this is uh, Show Me Your Mic. We're already recording. We're already talking. It's episode 19. Thank you for joining me. This is, I'm uh, joined today by Bill Wadman, who is a photographer, portrait photographer, as well as podcaster which is the main reason why he's on this show you'd hi bill how are you doing i i I thought this was about photography i'm sorry (laughs) i have to go wrong show wrong guy (laughs) wait you're not jeffrey yeah (laughs) i could uh i could certainly pick your brain for an hour on uh photography don't don't get me wrong i have a a nikon d80 that's sits in on a bag it's it's what i'm looking at right now it's hanging on the wall in the bag ready to go that's been and there for about a few months ever since I started, not ever since, but since I got lazy and uh, used my iPhone more than I that's should. That's what happens with uh, cameras. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I'm not a guy who carries my camera around all the time either. In fact, I walked into a friend's place yesterday and I actually had my camera with me for an odd thing. And he's like, wow, you have your camera and everything. And I was, and I, you know, I've met this guy hundreds of times. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, today I have my camera. With me. <laughs> it's very odd. Today I'm Mr. Camera Guy. Um, yeah. Well, just for fun, let, talk to me just. I don't know how much I don't want to go f- too long on gear and stuff, but just for the camera nerd in me, the the amateur camera nerd, what's uh, what kind of gear and setup do you do you bring um, to a shoot? <laughs> uh, it depends on the shoot, but um, my standard fare, my standard kit is a five Canon five D Mark III with a bunch of prime lenses, so thirty five one four L, fifty one two L, eighty five one two L. I you know really fast primes, big heavy annoying things. Um, <laughs> And then uh, typically nowadays, I'll, most of the time, I'll just bring like little strobes, you know, uh, uh, speed lights essentially mm. and put them through umbrellas or whatever. I can, I can make a little backpack that carries all of that stuff with me 
and keeps my hands free. Um, so it's, it's funny. Yeah. Some I'll, I'll do a, a, a gig for a magazine or whatever it is. And I'll be making plans with whoever I'm going to see. And their assistants would be like, well, do you need to come in like an hour before and set and you should use the freight elevator? I was like, what are you talking about? I'm bringing, <laughs> I'm bringing a single bag. Like, you know. <laughs> so you're yeah. the, at the, it's always tough to look at a, a, a photographer's portfolio and kind of gauge, uh, you know, the, the size of the infrastructure that the, this particular photographer brings with them to a shoot, let's say. And right. um, so you're more of the like low key that show up and looks like from your photography anyways, there's, uh, you know, again, this is not a photography podcast, so I apologize for folks tuning in <laughs> to hear about podcasting. We'll get to that. You can skip ahead. Maybe you will guess, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're very well, like awesome shots, first of all. And uh, thank you. Um, but yeah, it does all, all often look low key, like an environment. It's not a studio necessarily, or doesn't look studio like. Yeah, I, I, I do a lot of environmental work. Yeah, yeah. and um, the the trick is to make lights not look like lights. You right. know, you want them to look like that light just happened to be there, even right. though it definitely was not. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the goal. I, I said that on Twitter one day. I was just like, you know, the key to lighting is to not is to make lights not look like lights. <laughs> and, and, and people started railing into me and I'm like, you guys, it's, I'm, I'm not saying a hundred percent of the time I'm saying, you know, it's like, people, you can't say anything on social media. No, you can't make any sort of statement without somebody coming. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, it's the same with podcasting too, right? You yeah. know, you're yeah. going to mess, you're going to, you're going to have nine people who agree with you and one person who's, who's, you know, got their feathers in a ruffle. Yeah. It gives uh, you one star review and buy yeah. and <laughs> Exactly. Because yeah. you said one thing about a mic you like or something. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. actually, that's funny because I was listening to, uh, I was listening to your first episode and your most recent one, which is as of this recording is episode 58 because yeah. uh, this will be out actually in a few weeks. So you'll probably have a couple episodes then. I, th- I think it was, is it weekly, right? Episode shoot? Uh, weekly, yeah. Recording to yeah. shoot. So I'm going to mix up my terminology. <laughs> sure. Uh, but um, I think it was, maybe it was, must've been episode, the most recent one where you sort of, you had some feedback that wasn't, was less than. Uh, pleasing <laughs> uh, yeah, from somebody. Yeah, in. sure. It's, and, uh, you want me to talk about that or not? Talk yeah, about that's it? what I was going to say. Just, you know, it's something that podcasters maybe, when you get started, you kind of like, you crave any sort of feedback, but then maybe at a certain point, kind of like, okay, well, it's nice to have just, you know, nicer feedback. Well, and You know, it's one of those things where you're going to hear from the minority and the minority tends to be the people who are, you know, cranky for some reason or another. Um so, you know, the, the funny thing about this particular thing that we were talking about a couple weeks ago was that the guy loved the show. His issue with the show is that it hadn't changed into something else. <laughs> and I was like, he's like, I'm 50 something things in and they're talking. They're like, you know, they have the same format and they're talking about the same kind of stuff. And I was like, well, that's what our show is about. Our show, you know, it's called on taking pictures, but really what it is is about the creative process. It's about inspiration. It's about, uh, you know, getting over blocks. It's about, uh, trying new things. It's about refining old things. You know, it's about all of that kind of sort of the existential angst of making art Mm -hmm. as much as it is about specifically about photography. And the guy just didn't want to hear about it. He, you know, he's like, this is a two hour therapy session, but I've listened (laughs) to 49 episodes of it. You know, it's like, well, you know, yeah, it's a therapy session in some ways, you know, but that's yeah. part of, you know, there's enough shows out there about gear, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's, it's just, it's interesting. You can't, you can't make everybody happy. And at a certain point you have to stop trying, you know, especially when you, you, when numbers get bigger and people are listening and then, 
you know, you're, you're going to have people who will love anything you do and there's people who will turn it off. I mean, this is the same for, I mean, even my photographic work, you know, sometimes I show my pictures to people and they gush and then other people look at it and they go, eh, usually the people I'm trying to get to hire me. Um, (laughs) but you, you know, it's, it's back and forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's, um, there's, yeah, I'm trying to think of a few different angles to go in it. Cause it, when I was preparing for this interview with you at first, like you, you had sent me a, a contact or whatever through the website, I think. And then I thought, Oh, photography, right. And I'd seen your, uh, like I'd seen the podcast on five by five, but I just haven't, there's you know so many podcasts. I haven't listened to all of them yeah. yet. <laughs> so little time. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, uh, and I did at first glance, I thought, Oh, it's probably like a, you know, this F stop is best for this right. lighting situation. Yeah. Well, you know, that kind it of is, show. It is the exact opposite as, of that. Yeah. Yeah. And that actually having no, knowing that now it's, unless having listened to the two episodes that I did, the sort of most recent and the, and the first one, it is kind of like a, it's, you don't have to be deep in the photography stack, so to speak, to, to appreciate what you guys are talking about and enjoy the, the perspectives you bring to, to photography as, and as well as art in general, right? That's, yeah. Yeah. I mean that, um, uh, thank you for saying that. That's our goal. Um, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, there are a ton of photography podcasts out there, right? I mean, and, and almost all of them are essentially reading the press releases of the last week, you know, <laughs> Icon will be releasing. It's like, who cares? Yeah. You know, <laughs> everything that's out right now is the best camera that's ever been made in any way. And none of it is stopping you from doing what you want to do. Yeah. None of it, you know? So, <laughs> So to discuss why this thing is better, this lens is slightly sharper when it's wide open and you're shooting a picture of a brick wall. It's like, you know, um, I just look, I'm a super nerd. I love photography because it's both an art and a science. Right. I like the I like the objective parts of it and I like the subjective parts of it. Um, uh, You know, I have I have all my fancy Canon gear. I also have Leicas and Hasselblads and four by five large. You know, I'm I'm in it. Um, and I understand why people get into that stuff, but at a certain point it has nothing to do with taking pictures and it just becomes a fetish, you know, like anything else, right? Like car people and, you know, whatever paper people and people, podcast gear people. Right. You know, (laughs) and, um, and so, you know, when, when we started the show, we, we try, we were, we, we were trying to do something different. You know, there, there are interview shows where, uh, like, uh, the candid frame with Iberian X Perello, which is a great podcast, a uh, friend of the friend of our show as well. And, uh, you know, he's been doing, he's a couple hundred episodes in and he does interviews, weekly interviews, or, or I think it's weekly, uh, with a different photographer each time. So he spends an hour, hour and a half talking to a photographer about their process, about this project, about this, that, and the other thing. And like, you know, I've been a guest on the show and, and that kind of stuff and it's great. But the problem with it is that if there is one, is that it's, it's, it's an hour long. So you get that person's statement at that particular time. You know, you don't see growth over time. You don't see change over time. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see the ups and downs. You just get a, you get a snapshot as it were, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and so, you know, so yeah, sorry. You have probably have better questions than that. No, I have nothing. That's it. That's actually all. <laughs> Cause I was going to say when, when I was doing research, all I ended up kept doing every time I, you know, I'd go to, the page, the you know, the page, because you're. I, sh- I guess I should say for folks who don't or maybe not familiar with the show, you're uh, on taking pictures is the name of the show first of all, and it's uh, through five by five, five by five TV. Links will be in the show notes yep. here, sskTN.com, and this is episode nineteen. I'm sure you're show me your mic, but um, so you're on five by five, and it looked as far as I could tell. Um, did you start with episode one right from the get go? Was five by five? 
Uh, no, we else? moved to five by five somewhere in the thirties, I think. Okay. Uh, we did it independently for the first, you know, six months or so. But, um, but uh, you know, I, I've known Dan for a couple of years now. Um, and in some ways it was actually his idea for me to, for me to do this show. Um, uh, we, I, I had, I had been working, I'd been doing a podcast, uh, with my friend Dan Gottesman, uh, called circuitous conversations with Bill and Dan. And you can still go listen to it on iTunes or wherever finer podcasts are sold. And, um, uh, and, and Dan and I would get on and we'd start talking about stuff and we'd talk about, you know, cameras and that was much more of a tech show. You know, we'd go in deep of why, you know, lenses are a certain way. And then we talk about Macintoshes and we talk about our first computers and we talk about our favorite movies and we talk about whatever, whatever came up that day. And we did that for about two years. So there's like about a hundred episodes and, uh, they were great and it was fun. And I just it felt like we, we sort of, uh, got to the point where we were searching for things to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. um, while I was doing this, I, I met up with Dan. I, I took his picture down in Austin. I was down in Austin, uh, visiting my sister at the time. And, uh, you know, I called him up and I was just like, Hey, let's, you know, take some portraits. And we met up and, and, uh, next time we went down to visit my sister, I met up with Dan again. And he was like, you know what you should do? You should, you should do a podcast called on taking pictures. And I was just like, that's a really good idea. Um, and, and, you know, I, 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 I did some trials. I, 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 I did sort of single podcasts with a few different people. Um, who I thought would be good, uh, uh, co-hosts with me. Um, and I just couldn't get the chemistry quite right. I mean, they were great guests and they're friends of mine, but it just, it didn't quite click the way I needed it to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Jeffrey and I had done, uh, Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey Sidoris, my, my co-host is, is the, runs a site called fadedandblurred.com, which is a great photo site out there. Uh, again, a lot more about the art than the technique, um, which is, which is what's nice about it. And he had a podcast where he it was called Q and A at, uh, at F and B. So it was, you know, questions and answers that faded and blurred. And he would, he would contact people and, and do sort of a Q and A show. And he contacted me a couple of years ago while I was working, while I was doing circuitous conversations and, and we did a podcast for him and he stayed in touch. And I think he came in as a guest on, on uh, circuitous uh, once and uh, we stayed in touch and, and we had a good rapport. And so I gave it a shot with him and it, f- it seemed to be a very good fit. And the thing about doing the podcast with the two people, right? It's, it's a lot about the chemistry. You know, you, you, you can't have people that are too alike, but you can't have people that are too different, you know, yeah. uh, crossfire gets a little overwhelming and exhausting. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, uh, uh, love fests are also not all that interesting. So it's like trying to find that me- that happy median in the middle, you know. Um, so we, we, you know, we did an episode, and actually, that's the episode one that you would hear if you listened to episode one, and uh, and it worked, you know. I mean, he was Jeffrey is is opinionated, but not quite as verbally opinionated as I am. Uh, I'm willing to say, you know what, this is what I think, and you know. You can, you can agree with me or disagree with me, but whatever, I'm going to keep thinking this Yeah. where Jeffrey's a little bit more, uh, uh, politically correct, you know, uh, and it works out. It ends up being sort of the straight man, funny man routine, you know? Yeah. Good cop, bad cop almost or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like, you know, I mean, it's sort of the thing that, that Dan has with say Merlin or Dan had with, uh, 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 um, 
on hypercritical with Syracuse, right. you know, like where it was, where it was like this, you know, you know, Dan was there keeping the thing on the tracks and he was making good things, but like he wasn't saying anything that is, is scaring away the audience where, you know, sometimes Merlin will say something that is like, whoa, Merlin, you know, yeah. but that's, but that's what makes the show interesting is the interplay between the two. Yeah. Know? And that's what looking at listening, knowing now that that was, you know, episode one was sort of the first, not exactly the first time you guys had talked obviously on skype and, and right. recorded but more or less and it uh it definitely came across like you guys it was a rhythm there's that rhythm and uh because it, it's hard over skype for anybody who, i'm assuming if somebody's listening they've tried to do a podcast but maybe you're 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 thinking about doing a podcast there's a certain amount of like right now you and i have a it's a decent connection and there isn't a lot of lag it doesn't feel like and uh I know Dan and other podcasters sometimes pay attention to Skype's like little stats window and stuff on, on sure. drop packets and stuff. And I just can't do it because I'm not that talented, I guess. But, but uh, you know, you can sort of tell when there's a bit of a lag in the conversation. And then I'm not sure if the, the space that you're leaving is because you're stopped talking or because you're just Skype is yeah. hiccuping at the moment. And so, um, but yeah, so to have that rapport, I'm assuming you do it. Um, if I remember correctly, uh, your co-host is somewhere else. He's on the West coast or somewhere or. Yeah. He's in, he's out by a suburb of LA. So we're, right. you know, three hours away from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it's, I, Hmm. How do I say this? Um, I, I personally don't mind when there's silences, um, I think that's one of the things that, uh, you know, it's the whole dead air feel, uh, fear of radio, right? You know, you don't want nothing. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there are moments when people are talking where silence is appropriate. You know, I know some shows that actually remove silence and that kind of stuff in post. Um, to me, it ends up breaking up the cadence of the speaking in such a way that it feels a little awkward to me. Um, yeah, it tends it to become, like become very like there's there's robotic. no what I've yeah robotic and also there's no space for the audience to sort of listen and 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 uh, not listen but uh, comprehend what you just said if assuming it was deeper than what I usually say <laughs> but right. like yeah. you know to to take it in and just breathe for a moment before their the next thought comes along down the down the headphone line or whatever so. yeah I mean I think humans are are innately tuned into how people hear other people talk, right? D discussions have a certain rhythm to them. And, and when you break up that rhythm artificially, I also can't listen to things at double speed, speed and a half. Mm -hmm. I mean, every once in a while, if I'm listening to something that, you know, it has lots of facts and stuff, but I don't really care about what they're saying. I just sort of want to, you know, suck it in. Yeah, I can, I'll, I'll listen to something at, at double speed, but if I'm listening to a real conversation where people are actually talking, I'm, I'm fine with, you know, 100% speed is fine with me, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's tricky, but yeah, I mean, the Skype connection thing is always a pain in the neck. Sometimes it's great for months at a time. And then other times it's a big nightmare. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, Knock on wood here as we have a good, <laughs> yeah, yeah. good connection going. I mean, what, what, how fast is your connection at your house? Uh, I have a just cable, uh, is it? I can't remember now what we did. 10 megabytes per second, 15. I can't remember which. Yeah, down. Which and how fast on. up? Do you know how fast up? Five, I think half that or something. Okay. So. All right. That's pretty. Yeah. I could be um, way wrong. So don't, if somebody from Saskatoon is listening and I'm butchering <laughs> the numbers here, <laughs> send me, send Bill an email. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Sure. I'm sure he'll Bill be at BillWadman.com. Yeah. <laughs> Anxiously aware. Uh, yeah. But yeah, and even that with that, it's hit and miss. Cause, and that's, that's something where for anybody listening, like if you're 
setting up and, and doing a show. Like for me, I, for a number of years I had, I had the show or had, was doing podcasts and I would use wireless just cause I thought it's working. And then, uh, I, we moved to a new house and just different arrangement and, uh, our microwave that we have kills our Wi-Fi connection, but I didn't, you know, I have headphones on and I'm recording and my wife happens to reheat some food for a kid or whatever. And one of our kids and, all of a sudden the connection goes out, but it doesn't completely drop out, right? It's not like it's completely gone. It's just a little bit gone and Skype kind of wobbles for a bit and then it comes back. And so you didn't really narrow it down. All of a sudden, I, I don't remember what it was, this scenario, but it was like, and I, I've heard lots of podcast folks say you don't use wireless and I knew that, but it's... I'm using wireless right now, so... Yeah, <laughs> so there you go. It's, um, you know, mostly because I couldn't, I didn't have a, uh, uh, ethernet cable long enough to do what I wanted to do, uh, up until recently. The other last week I ordered some new, st- some stuff from Monoprice and I was like, ah, oh, you know, I need to get one of those, uh, need to get a couple cat five E cables, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I ordered some, I have, but they're sitting here next to me. I haven't plugged them in yet. Yeah. And uh, like, that's what I mean. 99% of the time it's fine. And yeah. then it's, but it's just that few times for me, it was the mic, like Panasonic microwaves and wireless apparently is a, a known issue, con- Interesting. common issue. Bad shielding. Yeah. Well, and they have a certain, not this is a microwave podcast, but <laughs> they have a, there's some sort of, they're a really good microwave because of this thing they do and somebody can probably bang their head against the wall right now listening, thinking, why isn't he explaining this properly? But this magical thing they do as far as actually, you know, heating at different levels, but that's what causes the issue with wireless. Oh, interesting. Knocking it out. So anyways, I digress. <laughs> um <laughs> Some of the things, that, like you'd mentioned, you took a photo of Dan, and there's other, when I was looking through your site, uh, for familiar, there's familiar faces that I see, like Zay Franks actually was one that st- stood out to me, because, uh, sure. anyway, I think he's still using it as his Twitter, I forgot to double check, but... Uh, he uses did. it for a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's funny just seeing this picture that I've been staring at off and on, you know, every time he tweets something or or yeah. whatever, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're the guy who took that photo, that's really cool. Brian Brushwood, yeah, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, so. yeah Brushwood, and I've, I've shot Andy Notko, you know, I've, I've met a lot of these guys now. Um, yeah. And it's it's fun meeting them and talking to them as normal people, because they're all very nice guys, you know. Uh, you know, Baratunde Thurston's a friend of mine. I mean, these are, but they, they, they have a certain persona when they're on air, but it's different when they're not, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, so, do you feel like you have a a persona on air persona? Uh, actually, I'm I'm better at speaking um, on the air than I used to be, right? Because uh, I've just you know you do it for a few hundred hours and you start getting good at it. Mm-hmm. But I think that I am very much who I am, and I think that that. And my co-host Jeffrey is is very much the same way. And I think that that sort of authenticity is a lot of what people feed off of when they like the show, right? They know that we're not putting on a face. We're not, hello and welcome to On Taking Pictures. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're not we're not playing that game, right? It's a lot of the discussions that we have on the show are the same discussions that we have off the show. You know, sometimes I'll call them up and start talking about something. I'll be like, damn, man, we should have recorded this. You know, <laughs> this yeah. is a good conversation. <laughs> um, and so you get into these uh, back and forth kind of stuff. But uh, eh, persona, you know, as you get as you get to the point and I am in no means by no means like, a, you know, our show is 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 good size, but it's not huge, you know. Uh, but there there's a point at which you have to start being careful because there are crazy people out there, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you don't mention your home address and you don't, you know, th- those kinds of things. Right. Um, 
but you can't go crazy with that too, because, uh, you know, I think on my website, I need to be found. So I think my phone number's on my website, you know, so, okay, <laughs> you know, you're going to, but, but what are you going to do? Right. You know, I yeah. also have a business beyond podcasting. Um, yeah. I was going to say, cause you, you do have a, I mean, whether it's a persona or not, whatever you want to call it, but you do have a, as an artist and, and a business, you do have yeah. to put yourself out there to begin with, whether or not, whereas some podcasters, this is like the thing they do to escape and, and do their thing on the internet, where it's their day job is yeah, packing sure. boxes somewhere or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my, 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 uh, partner, uh, H.A. Conrad is, uh, has, has a, has a day job. You know, she works at a, a, a big sort of thing in, in New York city and, <laughs> You know, she yeah. just started, she just started a zombie podcast three weeks ago, you know, <laughs> so, you know, um, you and she got off share the, the link or is it? Sure. It's a, a reanimated podcast.com or it's called reanimated. So you can find it on iTunes and stuff. Cool. I think there are three episodes in and, uh, when she got off the, she got off the call the first time, you know, she was doing with a friend of hers out in California as well. And she got off and I said, well, how was it? You know, cause I wasn't really listening. She doesn't want me to listen. And, 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 and. And she goes, you guys make it look easy. <laughs> I said, well, you know, you have to remember, I did 100 episodes of this other show and I've now done 60 episodes of this show. You know, I've, I've, done, I've done this a lot, a lot more than you have. So yeah. th- that makes sense that I'm better at it than you are. Um, but, but it is funny that it is something you have to work at, right? I mean, it's not, it doesn't come naturally. Yeah, and even uh, picking something that's in, to use a, a Merlinism, something that's in your wheelhouse. Because uh, I know I've tried over the years different topics and podcasts, different, just like you said, with you know different friends even, doing a sports podcast, thinking how hard can it be just to talk about a sport that we watch? And then it was kind of like, this is actually really hard to do. We don't, yeah. <laughs> as much as you know, we can grab a beer and, and talk about hockey or whatever and, and stuff like that, but then actually making it interesting to other people is the... The Wait, key, hold, on second, hold on a second. You're Canadian and you like hockey? <laughs> Shocking, eh? <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey, you guys have you have two hockey teams in New York there. You shouldn't be. Do we? <laughs> See, that's how far I go with the sports. There you go. That's, yeah, that's no, where I, can, I just lost half the audience. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> I'm with you on the, on the overall the sports ball <laughs> commentary that often... Yeah. happens on twitter and stuff like that i'm not like yeah. rabid we don't have a professional hockey team where i live or anything like that and so it's a bit of a the, the 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 nets have a new stadium about 20 blocks from me oh, and yeah. i've i've yet to go to it so it's like you know i, I feel like i'm out of the loop um, <laughs> with that kind of stuff yeah but you're right i mean you have to if you're talking about something that you know well you know uh, Conrad, she knows zombies. So, you know, she's really into zombies. She's read all the books. She watches all the movies. She, you know, if you get her started, she'll talk about fast zombies versus slow zombies and the history of zombies and whether Jesus was the first zombie. I mean, you know, you can, you can go into all different directions with this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, um, you know, so for her, it's, it's, I mean, she's talking about something that she would talk about normally. And, and I wrestle with creative questions constantly. You know, I'm, I'm constantly fighting, uh, to, to make stuff that makes me happy. And a lot of times it, it, you know, it doesn't work, you know, and, and, and that's frustrating to me. And sometimes I, uh, I'm, I'm on, I'm on a roll and I'm just like, bring it on, you know, like, yeah, I just shot these three things for magazines and they all came out good. I could shoot the world. Perfect. You know, you, you get in these sort of bipolar ups and downs, manic depressive things. And then other days I'm like, I don't even know why I have a camera, <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and, and, 
and there's a question actually. I mean, in the in the photographic world, do I want my clients? Do I want some guy at an ad firm listening to the show and hearing me? In the words of the guy uh, who gave us the bad review, whine about my lack of creative resolve. No, I want them to think that I'm Superman, right? Yeah. But but I think that the reality of it is that I can't live my life in that weird bubble. You know, I want to be honest about what I do and realize and, and make other people feel like it was really hard. It's really hard to do the things that we all do. You know, I, I remember reading, uh, you know, in, in, in elementary school, they, they talk about the founders of the U S constitution as these geniuses who came up with this document and it's perfect. And there's, you know, there's people in the U S government, uh, you know, at the Supreme court level and stuff who think that the, basically the U S constitution is the word of God and, you know, it's perfect and should never change and all this kind of stuff. And then you actually read the history of it and you look at Alexander Hamilton, for example, like keeping notes during the constitutional conventions and where people are almost getting into fist fights yeah. <laughs> about things that are in the constitution. And you think, you know what? It's a dirty, dirty thing to make anything. Yeah. And no one wants to talk about that stuff. They just want to put out the thing, the here's, you know, you can look at my portfolio and say, oh, wow, what lovely portrait he takes, what have you. And thank you. That's very nice of you to say, but but you don't, you know, I'm showing you the 200 best pictures I've ever taken. You know, there I've taken 200,000 pictures. So I'm showing you a very, very small percentage of, of all the pictures I've taken. So they're not all perfect, you know. Yeah. But people want you to think that you, you want people to think that they are, you know. Yeah. And it's a bit like the, I don't know if in the States you had this commercial, but it was, I remember there's a Rice Krispies or no, it was, yeah, Rice Krispies commercial or something like that about making like, uh, Rice Krispie squares. Are you familiar with? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And like the man, now I gotta go buy some Rice Krispies. Damn you! <laughs> this podcast Sorry. is brought to you by <laughs> no the uh, but you know it was commercial like showing the the mom or the dad or whoever it was. Probably at that time it was the mom because it was when I was sure. younger and that's what you did on commercials. But uh, they uh, you know putting in pretending like she'd made it took all this work to just make simple Rice Krispies and everybody appreciate it so much because because sure. the work she did and that's something you you had uh, which I think that goes back to with when I see a photo that you've taken. For me, maybe it's just because I'm a fellow. I, I aspire to be a fellow creative person who, who sees the value of of what looks to be simple, uh, the the hard work it takes to make something look simple. Uh, uh, and so I see a, photog- a photograph you've taken and know that it's not just, you know, hey buddy, let me take a photo and right. and quickly snap it and away you go and done. Right. Yeah. And uh, something you had said, I think it was again, I forgot to know whether it was the first episode or the last episode, but. Uh, I think it was you that said this too, but uh, hundreds of throwaways uh, before you get that perfect shot, which is like what you you were just talking sure. about. And uh, do you, I was wondering, like, do you, how do you see that applying to podcasting? Where we're kind of, it is a you know, you could debate whether it's art or creativity and and where it all falls in that and business and all that kind of stuff. But you know, we're not you and I recording. I could edit it a bit afterwards. Let's say if I really flub up or whatever. But sure. more or less, it's going out as we record. I, I don't know right. if that's what you guys do as well. We can get into yeah, that. But, uh, uh, yeah. And we, I mean, unless there's a big super mix up or we drop our connection, like sometimes I'll cut that kind of stuff out. But yeah, but yeah, otherwise it's, it's, it's what we say. Yeah. And so with, with uh, the spoken word of a podcast versus what you do professionally with photography, is there a desire to sort of strive for that same level of perfection or is it kind of more like this is uh, yeah, I mean, my images are are very post production heavy. I am a big retoucher, compositor, all that kind of stuff. So, 
you know, a lot of my pictures aren't actually taken where, I mean, most of the straight portraits are, but there's a lot of my conceptual stuff that's not at all what, you know, there's a picture of Dave Hill on stage with a big thing that says Dave Hill behind him. I mean, I shot him on my uh, coffee table and everything else you see in that picture is fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the so one I was going to say, there's one, uh, I think it was in the kids. Oh, yeah. Here, the, the birth one. <laughs> oh yeah, right. We have no, she's kids. actually giving birth in the back of a car. No, she. Um, <laughs> I mean, she is in the back of a car, and she is fake mock giving birth. But yeah. you know, it was actually in a parking garage. It wasn't in you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So yeah. I have a lot more control in my photography than I do in podcasts. But the the correlation that you're talking about actually comes when you talk about the fact that okay, that picture came out great, but maybe the idea that I had the next day with somebody else isn't worthy of my portfolio, and. With podcasting, I think that there's some of that that happens where, you, you know, when you've done 50, 100 episodes, not all of them are gold. You know, you're talking about something and, and maybe the, the conversation just doesn't spark right that day. You know, yeah. maybe I have a headache. Maybe the, the topic we agree too much. Maybe we disagree too much. You know, uh, maybe it just never takes that turn into something different that makes it interesting and, you know, you, I guess my point is that you can't, you can't make natural conversation. You can't guarantee that natural conversation is going to be interesting, you know? Yeah. Uh, which is why on TV, you know, you watch the news stations, they, they, they drum up controversy because then it guarantees a conversation. If you just had smart people talking, a lot of times it'd probably be pretty boring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so you, you try to come up with topics and you try to come up with stuff that, that, seems like it would work, but it doesn't always work. You can't, you can't force it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what um, I was, one comment I had was that there is just great rapport between you and Jeffrey on your show that, but it doesn't feel dry, uh, boring. It's not like, yeah, just like yeah. what you're saying. So. We agree on a lot of stuff, but we disagree on enough to keep it interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and we, we are also able to both play the other side if it if it means a, an interesting conversation you know mm. we're fine with saying all right well that's fine and i agree with you but somebody could say you know play the devil's advocate like we're fine with doing that too yeah um and that can sometimes tease out the real issue you know which is sometimes hard to get at mm -hmm. you know? uh we, anyway. yeah <laughs> that's uh one of those awkward pauses. No, that's fine. The well, uh, you could you could go in a lot of different directions there. That's yeah. Weird. No. No. Yeah. I know. <laughs> um, the uh, something I was going to ask you with that is just sort of like the pr the process of putting together a show that sure. that you and Jeffrey take. Talk me talk talk us through the listeners and sure. I through a bit of how you come to because uh, there's a common um, misconception maybe I've had. I know when I first started doing a, a show a, a two man show two person show. Where it's just like, well, just turn on the mic and talk, and it'll be easy. And then two episodes in, you're like, okay, we, what are we gonna do now? Um, right. So what's what's sort of the process to putting together an episode? Um, well, we have a we share a common uh, Google Doc that uh, we add to over the course of the week. So if either of us sees something interesting, we read an interesting article or some news comes up, we stick a little note and a link in there. You know, so it's literally just a, a pile of stuff that could talk about or, or if, you know, I was thinking, Oh, you know, it'd be interesting to talk about, you know, the limitations of the media or, um, whether photography is a dead end or let's talk about the Faustian temptations of art and commerce, you know, like whatever it is. Right. I mean, yeah. and we keep a list. In fact, there's, there's stuff at the top that is stuff that we could go to one day, but we haven't yet gone to. Cause you know, but it's sort of a, 
just in case file. Um, but we, you know, we put links in there. We also we'll talk about news sometimes when it's particularly opinionated kind of stuff. Uh, for example, a few weeks ago, Adobe announced that they were going to switch to a subscription model for all their software. Uh, a lot of photographers were very upset about this because they said, I don't want to give you $600 a year to use Photoshop. Um, and so, you know, we talked about that. That's like a, a news thing that we could talk about. That's not just us reading a press release. It's actually like, what do you think of this? How do you know, how is this going to change stuff? Um, we also do a weekly photographer of the week. And sometimes it'll happen that during the week, somebody, one of us will find somebody or like, oh man, we never talked about so-and-so. You know, but we get we have another Google Doc that is the list of all those kinds of things, you know, like, oh, here's all these photographers that we should use at some point. Uh, so the morning of our recording, uh, typically what happens is that we sit down, you know, we log on. I even start recording because I want to record all the stuff that we say before we start the show, because invariably the beginnings of our shows are usually 10 seconds of either I or Jeffrey or both of us saying some silly thing. Uh, that's not actually part of the show. And I'll usually get those in sort of the pre-roll. Right. Uh, sort of the teaser. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and usually they'll make no sense. They're non sequiturs. They're silly jokes or puns or, you know, I get one of them laughing or we start singing or whatever the thing is. Um, and during that time, we actually go through the 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 the, the list and go, hey, we should talk about that. Oh, yeah, let's put that down there. Okay. And no, uh, we got to do an ad. So we'll put the ad in here. And, you know, we go that kind of way. Um and then we just start and we just start rolling it. Uh, I think lately, now that we've done it so long, we're getting to the point where we know we take less notes because we know where we can take it without being explicit about it. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, definitely. That's what, um, Just from a technical standpoint, do you use a single Google Doc or are you using a new one for each episode? Um, like we are question. using a, a single Google Doc, although it got to the point where it was a little unwieldy because you couldn't load it quickly on... Uh, <laughs> You know, if you're walking around, you want to load it on Google Drive app on your phone and add something. Yeah. So I've started, we started having, there's an archive one that, you know, I cut it off 10 episodes ago or whatever. Yeah. Actually, it goes back, the current doc goes back to, let's see, 43. I should actually kill like 10 of these and put them in the archive. Um, so that just so it's easier to get to what we needed to get to. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we start talking and we go and, Typically, we've been shooting for an hour and a half. The past handful of episodes, we go to like a buck 45, which is probably too long. Uh, but we sort of, you know, you get it. It's that hard, difficult thing where for a while we were landing exactly at an hour 30, like it, within a minute of it every single time. And it was it was kind of like, wow, we're actually getting good at this. And and lately we're, we've been going over because I always feel like an, uh, 50 minutes in and I was just like, oh, man, maybe we should take this conversation a little further before we veer off to an ad or to a next thing because, you know, I don't know if we're going to make it to hundred, you know, uh, 90 minutes and invariably now we're going over. So I have to start trusting that, that, you know, if I stop the main conversation of 45 or 50 minutes, I'll be safe. You know, we have enough to talk about for another half hour. Yeah. Um, does one of you sort of do, I haven't listed all the episodes obviously. So, uh, but does one of you do more of the driving of the show, sort of the, the, first host if you want to or whatever and uh, that kind of thing, or jeffrey it? jeffrey announces it it's always you know welcome not taking pictures 58 i'm jeffrey sidoris uh and there they, you know the other the funny thing is you get into running jokes mm -hmm. you know uh there's a running joke on our show that i am fancy i'm fancy portrait photographer fancy new york portrait photographer bill watt <laughs> and um and the the joke with jeffrey is that he's old right he's not <laughs> 
really old, but he's older than me. And so, you know, it's constantly like, oh, you know, we're talking about this photographer. I was like, did you know him when you were a teenager? It's like from the 1880s, yeah. you know, like, you know, we, so there's these constant sort of uh, things like, oh, did you put the tennis balls on your walker this morning? Um, and, it, you know, and it, it, it keeps it silly. And we, you know, we started a, uh, a Google group, a Google community, I guess it would be Google plus community. Yeah. <laughs> and there's about 500 people in there. And initially somebody said it was a suggestion from a, a listener saying, Hey, you know, it'd be great to be able to have a place where we could all share work and discuss things or whatever. And, and we were a little ambivalent about it to begin with. And we decided to give it a shot. And so we started one on Google plus and we've got about 500 people in there now and they're great. They're sharing stuff. And then invariably every week, there's two or three people who said, you know, I've been lurking for a month and, you know, this is my first post and I love the show and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, here's, here's something of mine. And it's very constructive. Like it's been a place where people leave their egos at the door with their shoes. And, and, and it's just, it's very heartening for us to go there. Well, you know, oh, I haven't been in the Google plus group in a couple of days and you go and there's 15, 20 posts by people, you know, putting stuff up and you're like, wow, we've actually created a community an actual community, not just a Google plus community <laughs> of, of listeners who are taking what we're saying to heart and then taking it that next step, which is, is kind of nice. Yeah. That's actually, I was going to ask you cause in, in, uh, I didn't, didn't get a chance to listen to the episode, but I noticed on episode 56, I think it was, you'd mentioned, uh, talking about the new redesign of Google plus and, uh, Google plus tends to get, I've had a few different podcasters on who like have loved it and that's where they found me and cause I'll, I'll post on there, but I don't, for whatever reason, the listeners that I have don't go there. And there's sort of the two camps of people who tend to be like Google Plus is a ghost town and it's a joke and blah, blah, blah. And other people who loved it and, like you said, have found this sweet community and, and group of people that sort of congregate there. And so um, I guess I'm curious. It's, it's not it's not for your mom, right? Right. Um, <laughs> Which uh, makes it sound like it's it's a X-rated thing or something, but it's not like – it's not No, it's not you Facebook. understand what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not for your friends from high school. Um, but I think if you're looking for a like-minded community of people who, uh, with less noise mm-hmm. and less, you know, uh, pseudo-scientific jargon and links to political stuff, you know, like for people actually discussing real stuff, it's great. Yeah, that's what I found too, and that's the maybe it's just my a lot of my peers or the real world quote unquote real real world friends that I have who sort of shun their nose at it as if it's somehow beneath them to go on Google Plus or what I don't know. But it's yeah, uh, it's it's a little odd. Yeah. And I mean I have I think I've, you know, a few thousand people have me in their circles on Google Plus because there's a photographer named Thomas Hawk and uh Oh yeah. yeah. And, and he he put me on his list of I don't know it was a hundred or two hundred or five hundred like, you know, photographers to follow on the web or whatever. And I was one of them. And um and so a bunch of you know a few thousand people added me and it was like all right, this is really weird that, you know, I have more followers on here than I have on Twitter, say, I think, you know, yeah. I don't even, I haven't checked my, you know, and, and it's, it's, but I don't really write here all that often, you know, maybe I should. <laughs> well, uh, I've, I've been trying to get better at, I mean, I announced the show on there and I put up new work I'm doing on there every once in a while, but you know, there, there becomes a question of what are you doing? The, how do I put this? Um, social media stuff, or is it, is it, is it to get the word out? Is it to make yourself feel better that people liked or plus one, whatever it is you're doing? You know, yeah. I mean, 
like you start getting into these really weird narcissistic things of, you know, what, wait, what am I doing spending the time on this for? Uh, is this actually getting me more work or making my work better? Or is it just a big, uh, uh, ego boost, you know? Yeah. Um, and that, that's, that's, that's a question that, you know, constantly ask. Uh, anyway. And is there a photo- the other angle on Google Plus I was going to ask you about is, and maybe I guess folks could probably listen to the episode and you'd probably talk about it, but <laughs> in in brief, I guess, is there, I've often heard that photographers love Google Plus because it doesn't, they don't mangle your images, et cetera, like Facebook used to, or, or maybe still does to a certain degree. Uh, I think Facebook's gotten a lot better. I, you know, I don't post a ton of work on Google Plus, but then again, I don't post a ton of work on social media in general. Right. I'm one of those guys who... You know, I have my, if you want to see my work, I have my website. I have a blog on taking pictures, which is originally where the name come, came from. I've had that for uh, five years now. Um, and I, there's a, I'm, I'm one of those photographers who likes to control my work a little bit. You know, I don't put it on Flickr. I don't, I'm not, I'm not putting it up everywhere for everyone to see all the time. Cause it's like, you know what, you, you know where I am. Go look at my work where I can present it in the way that I want to. You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, the nice thing about Google Plus, especially now, is that you can put up essentially full res images, and people can look at them at at whatever size their screen is, uh, which which can be great and and it's fantastic. And I think a lot of that also comes to comes again back to the idea of the community of people who are on Google Plus. That a lot of photographers are on Google Plus, so they get better uh, talk, you know, uh, between each other. Um, but to get to the, you also get to the question of Okay, yeah, if you're learning and you want to talk to other photographers and whatever it is, but like, okay, so we have we have thousands of photographers, I'm assuming they're photographers, listening to our show. That does not get me any more work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting hired by other photographers. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, a lot of people say, oh, do you do the podcast? Because, you know, it's like, okay, I guess it's a something of a calling card and other people would get to know me. But I, I, Jeffrey and I would do it anyway because we like talking about this stuff. Uh, and I think, I think those are the, those are the shows that are, that differentiate themselves from the ones that people do because it's an opportunistic thing, you know? Yeah. And that's actually one of my questions back way back from the beginning that I was going to ask you about is, is, you know, the, the podcast sort of start out as a promotional effort to raise business and awareness about both of your, you know, your, your paying gigs uh, and, or, but. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think that any of the people who really hire me listen to my show. Although the funny thing is, is that the a number of friends or acquaintances of mine who have nothing to do with photography listen to my show. Uh, I have actor friends who listen to my show, and you know that kind of stuff. And and you know I'll be on, I'll I'll meet up with them, and they'll say, "Hey, you know the thing you said on the show?" And I'm like, "You listen to the show? <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're an actress. What are you doing listening to the show?" Um, you know, you don't care about photography at all, but, but I guess that says something about the topics of discussion that we have, you know, mm-hmm. that, that we're, we're not, we're talking about f- photography is the topic, but only ostensibly, right. It's, it's a bigger thing than that. Yeah. Which actually that's, uh, I mean, in spirit, that's kind of what I like to do with this show too. It's, I'm, I'm sure there's some folks who tune in thinking, great, I'm going to find out the the level to set my mid EQ thing at. I use um, a Heil PR40. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually we'll I'll ask you about, but there sure. and that's that is part of it. It's, but uh, but yeah, it's that, and that's where I started the show originally. Thinking again, going back to sort of how shows maybe change and, and become what they need to be or whatever uh, to be a little more philosophical about it. But that it was going to be all about. And I'll just ask the guy, the person, podcaster about their gear and their mic and their software and that stuff. But 
you know, you can figure that out in about 10 minutes and then you got to fill the rest of the show. Right. And it's actually been more fun talking to folks in general about the idea of podcasting and, and yeah, similar, I think similar kindred spirits, I guess, to what on taking pictures sounds like in, in terms of for photography. So, sure. um, so on that note, having said, I don't <laughs> talk about that. What kind of stuff, what kind of gear do you guys use to, to record um, the show? Let's see. Uh, I used to use, uh, a studio project C1 mic. Cause I, I, I have some recording gear from back in the day when I used to do that kind of stuff. Um, so I had, I had better mics than your average person would ever have sitting around. Uh, and I used that for a while. And then I, I kind of got to the point where it's the problem with the, you know, the condensers, they sound great, but they're just, they pick up a little too much stuff in, in the environment. Uh, so a little while ago I ended up investing in a, in a, a PR 40, just because I figured, ah, if I'm going to do it, I might as well just go all the way. Um, so I use I use a Heil PR40, and I I, I have a little Mackie uh, Onyx Blackjack. You know what those are? It's a little Mackie USB uh, two in two out. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and uh, what I do is I have I have a patch cables that go to my powered speakers that I have on my desk, and when we record, I just take one of the speaker. You know, I unplug one of the speakers and I plug that straight into the input. So the output of audio goes straight into the input of one of the mic, the other mic input. And so I'm on the mic input and Jeffrey's coming out of the of the interface and back into the interface so I can record him and I on separate tracks. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, in GarageBand. Yeah. So basically, I just I just patch cable out and back in. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is what's so frustrating about um this whole thing with these APIs in Mac OS. I mean, and I use a Hackintosh, right? I build my own desktops and you know, it's just like, I, this shouldn't be necessary. We should be able to just route audio around. And I don't understand why you would take out those APIs for what security reasons. Like, come on, you yeah. know, uh, we should be able to move audio where we want to get it. Um, so it stinks that we have to go out to come back in, but, and it's only really useful for just recording me uh, and, and him, you know, I couldn't do multiple calls. I guess if I hooked up a laptop and plugged it into another input, I could have a third person, you know? Um, I mean, the reason why you need the big mixer and stuff is if you want to have multiple people talking on multiple Skype connections and be able to, uh, monitor back out to them, everyone else in the connections. I mean, you can do that kind of stuff with a big mixer, uh, that you can't do, but Nine times out of ten, I'm just, it's just, you know, it's just he and I, it's only been he and I on the show. We're not really set up for multiple people. And even if we were, I just record them on the same track together. You know, I mean, look, it's podcasting. It's two, it's people talking. It doesn't need to be, you know, polished to the nth degree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We record, we record for an hour and a half, maybe a half an hour before that. So we start at nine, which is 6 a.m. his time in California. Yes. He gets up that early wow. because he's old. Um, <laughs> That's dedication. And see. It's just because he's old. He wakes up anyway. And uh, take see, his pills. this is this is where you, this is right. So you're in on the running joke already. Um, and we record for two hours and then we get off uh, and uh, and I edit, you know, clean up, put the find something for the front, put the music in, uh, export out, do the you know tag it in iTunes and upload it to Dan's CMS. Uh, but it's usually up by, say, noon. Right. You know. Uh, which is, which is, you know, you do it and you get it and you're done. Some people will process and edit all day long. You know, it'll take f- five hours to put the thing together. It's like, just finish the darn thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, no, I know. I mean, now this is uh, 19 episodes in. I've had a few, the majority of the folks, I would say by far in podcasting tend to be the, you know, what we record is what we record and that's what you're going to hear barring, like right. I said, you know, some major dropout or right. dropping F-bombs if they're not supposed to on the show or whatever. But, um, and then there's the few that have, I know I've, I've talked to, have edited and, and are meticulous about, and take the the sort of the same approach they probably do to everything, anything creative they do, where it's just has to be perfect, and and that's fine for them, that's fine for Merlin or, or whatever. Right. But uh, sure. that, uh, yeah, it's uh, there's only so much time in the day, and and uh, maybe if it was a full time gig, I guess I could see where. Maybe well, look, I, I mean, I could, I understand that with Radiolab, you know, where they're yeah, yeah, NPR, intercutting multiple tracks, and there's you know beds of music or beds of sound effects or beds of conversations going on stacked over each other and things are coming up, things are going down. But, you know, if we're doing the same thing each week, I don't need to, to, I just, you know, maybe the levels were a little different this week. So I got to pull up or pull down one of us to get it right. But, you know, we've got the sound pretty much down and, you know, I have a, I, I was using logic for a while, but logic kept crashing and or rather it would stop recording at about an hour for some reason. And I have no idea why. <laughs> It would record, 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 and then it would give me an error saying that my hard drive couldn't keep up, even though I have it on, you know, a modern SSD or a, a RAID 0 array or, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think the problem was the hard drive couldn't keep up. Yeah. Um, and then I switched to uh, Adobe Audition for a while, and then I had a cr- – I was editing. We finished a show. I hit save and uh, started working on the show, and Audition crashed. And when I opened it up, it had deleted all of the audio files. Oh, and I was like, what? <laughs> who would, how did that even happen? I mean, I've coded stuff before. I've, you know, written software specs. I've designed stuff. Like, how could that possibly even happen? And it happened. So I was like, you know what? I'm done with that. I'm going back to GarageBand because GarageBand doesn't seem to crash. Yeah. No, keep it simple. Um, the uh, the logic one actually, I mean, it's, it kind of freaked me out because as I as you were saying, I looked up and I we're right around an hour. I'm recording logic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, well, you'll find out, I guess, pretty quickly if this gets edited all of a sudden and chopped up. <laughs> but no, there was some. I had that for a while, and, and in case someone's listening and, and does want to stick it out with logic, there was, uh, and I don't want to go into my preferences right now while I'm recording because <laughs> that's just asking for trouble. But there's a setting. There was something to do with it. Was the uh, the the uh shoot oh, i'll have to look it up it was either the the not the delay but the um ah oh, shoot look at me the expert on podcasting here oh like a bigger buffer yes buffer that's what i'm trying to think of that i i upped it or whatever i did i can't remember and did it, you have the same problem did you ever yeah. have it stop recording oh totally it was doing that where it would just out of nowhere like nothing I, I you know i'm meticulous about making sure i shut down like eject hard drives turn off dropbox Nothing's running. No other apps are running. No programs. Nothing syncing. Nothing. But come on. Even at the same time, these computers are so damn fast. Oh, I know. I well, Why it should we have to turn off anything? <laughs> I chalked it up to my, like on the iMac that I record on is a 2007 model. So it's not like it's brand new. It doesn't yeah. have SSD or anything. So I figured, well, maybe it's getting old like your co-host and is uh, <laughs> <laughs> needs a little break. So I, I thought I'll at least, you know, give it the the rest of nothing else running and and then but yeah it it still kept doing that even though it had been working fine for whatever you know months before that just like all of a sudden out of nowhere it would just randomly shut down so i or stop recording and yeah when i changed the buffer setting then it just magically started working again so okay so maybe i'll start using logic but then even with logic trying to you know you don't you don't export you 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 bounce bounce. it's like come on people can i just (laughs) 
everything you see on the screen right now, I want to turn that into an MP3. How hard is that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah. So, I mean, the, the, our, our, our workflow is, is pretty lean, right? I mean, it really is just a conversation between the two of us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, again, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes we get off and we go, wow, that was a really good show. And other times we get off and we go, nah, it was okay. Yeah. You know, we'll do better next week. And something that you know, being with five by five. So I know, uh, I don't know if, how much of the access you have to like Dan's CMS thing were for making show notes. I know I've heard from other hosts I've interviewed for with five by five that Dan's got this bookmarklet thing that you can just. Yes, he does. And it's like, to me, he could package that up, probably sell it for 50 bucks and he'd sell a ton to every single podcaster out there. Cause that's like the bane. It, of- <laughs> it does make it handy. Although, um, I guess if you guys funny. already have it, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, we, we have it and we, I mean, we use it. It's funny that, uh, actually Jeffrey's for whatever logistical reason we haven't gotten around to, doesn't have an admin account on five by five. I do. Um, and so he puts links in the show notes and then I click on them and then I <laughs> press yeah. the, the, you know, bookmark. So it's, there's like a little bit of a, okay, this is just silly. We got it. Actually, that reminds me, I should write Hattie and get that done. Um, but, you know, there, there's those kinds of things. Yeah, I mean, it, it's custom, so it, his system does exactly what he needs it to do, mm-hmm. you know. But the fact that it's custom also means that, you know, there's there's things that are not well documented or, you know, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, right, that you're just like, what? And then you ask him about it, he's like, oh, you, you know, should never do that. And I was like, how am I supposed to know that I should never do that? <laughs> it's a button on your site, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love Dan, but, you know, he's, yeah. you know, he's, 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 he's a... He's, he's been a developer, you know, he know he thinks he's, he's one of those guys who thinks, uh, he thinks everyone should think the way he thinks, you know, which yeah. a lot of us do. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, what's nice about it is that it's very lean, you know, it does exactly what it's supposed to do and it's built exactly for, to his specs for his network. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when we were, when we were moving the show over, there was like a period of three weeks or so, or no longer than that, where it was like, oh yeah, let's do this. Let's make it happen. And we were waiting for Dan to uh, write a script to pull all our shows in. And, you know, like a week would go by because he's very busy and they were looking for new office space or whatever it was, right? Yeah. And, um, and oh, I got to write that script. It'll take me a few hours, like, uh, you know, whatever. And we'll do it, we'll do it, we'll do it. Delay, delay, delay. And I was like, Dan, just set up an empty show and I'll sit here and I'll watch, you know, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> And I'll just copy and paste the 30 something episode. You know what I mean? Like it's like, it'll take longer to write the script than it would for me to just do this brute force. It only has to be done once. Yeah. You know, um, that's the classic programmer issue. (laughs) Exactly. And look, I've been there before. I want to automate things. I, you know, I've written my share of PHP and the rest of it. But, uh, in this particular case, I was like, let me just do this. And, and he set up the account and four hours later, I sent him an email saying all the shows were up and it was like, oh, <laughs> you know, but you know, he's a busy guy. They've got yeah. like 53 different shows over there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know how he does it all day long. I mean, you know, you and I are talking here for an hour. <clears throat> he's talking three, four hours a day. Yeah. I yeah. find, I don't know if it, what kind of headphones you have. And it doesn't, doesn't matter the gear exactly, but I have, they like, hurt. They hurt. You say? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, well, I, I come out of like doing this interview, I'll now, you know, I'll go upstairs and grab a drink or whatever and say hi to my kids or whatever. And, I just feel like my head is kind of compressed or something and I just need to like breathe, (laughs) let my ears breathe. I'm I'm a big audio dork. You know, I've got Mm -hmm. a very fancy stereo and all the rest of it and I use really high-end headphones. So I have like really nice 
top end Sennheisers, the problem is they're sort of open air. So you, you know, that you can, you can hear stuff out the side of them. Um, I also have pairs of Edimotic headphones, which are these, you know, high end in-ear things that are great, except when you have in-ear monitors in while you're talking, it all sounds like this in your own head. You start, you know, you hear yourself <laughs> inside your own head. It's like, where you're, right. it's like yeah. talking when you're wearing earplugs, right? Yeah. Uh, it's really unnatural. So there's this constant battle, this, this fight to, to come up with something. And what I end up using are these AKG like two forties or whatever they are. And, uh, they're fine, but you know, your, your ears get sweaty and you know, it's, it's a little uncomfortable after an hour. Podcaster uh, ear sweat. That should be a name of the, the title name. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing during the show. We'll just write down things that each, each other say that are cute or could be titles. Yeah. And after the show, what do you think? Should we use, you know, this one, this one, or this one? And we, you know, we decide. Because that's the other thing I was going to ask you with five by five. You don't do the. You're not doing live streaming, right? No, uh, we're not. Doing it? Um, we've discussed it with them, and I think we could probably get it to work. I think probably what they do is they just rope in one of their Skype things and then just broadcast that. Mm-hmm. You know, like basically we we would add a third call, a third caller to our Skype call, and yeah. it would be the five by five Skype connection, and they would just transmit that. Yeah. Um, which I think we've talked about before, and I think they actually have – they're not recording when we're recording, so we could probably do it. Um, we just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. Right. So, you know, do, do you think that that's a big a big sell? I think that um, – I'm trying to remember which episode of Or do you think show. that there's people who listen to 5 by 5 live and will listen to whatever's being discussed, and so therefore you'd get more – You're right. Uh, well, I actually, like, I interviewed, uh, I've interviewed Dan and Hattie, actually. I interviewed Hattie a little while ago, episode 14 of this show. Um, and uh, that the Hattie interview actually was kind of distracting just because there, there was the live thing going and the chat room was going. And I kind of, I hadn't expected it. And, you know, it was just, I've done another, uh, well, I, I stream out live here, but the, the, <laughs> right now we have, uh, well, nobody in the chat room. So it's pretty easy to not get distracted <laughs> by nobody. Right. Uh, unless I start talking to myself there, I guess. But the... Uh, yeah, with with Hattie, it was I was whereas with when I interviewed Dan, I was more of expecting it and knew we were going to probably do that. And but even still, like there was, I can't remember when it was Hattie's episode. It was I don't know, like there was a hundred people in the chat room just sitting there, and and they would just like start giving feedback and comments and questions, and like who the heck is this? Who's talking right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why is this yeah. weirdo on five by five or whatever? But um, right. and there's a so going into it, if you know it, if I knew it ahead of time, it's it actually gives it a bit of an energy a live sort of feel, even though you're doing the exact same thing as you would have been before sure. that isn't there. And I think not I like, you know, there's shows like, um, which ones like back to work. He references the chat room a fair amount, but not a ton, you know, versus other shows, the sure. frequency or whatever, where it's like all chat room based almost or whatever. Um, although, although I, I sometimes worry about that in the sense that the the basically our show is just an extended conversation about to, of sort of the same overall general topic between Jeffrey and I. Yeah. And I worry that if we had a we don't do a chat room, we don't do it live. And I worry that if we did other people inputting in it would change the dynamic. Oh, yeah, and for sure. I think it's it's something it's not a given thing i think that a show is worth doing live right this is it's it's like this isn't a group conversation right now this is a conversation between us and if you're listening in that's fine but the minute three four fifty hundred people get involved then it's just a madhouse right well you think of uh what's alec baldwin's npr show 
Or it's not an emperor, right? right? Uh, it could be. I know anyway, it, yeah. Okay, anyways, but you think about him, I mean, you and I aren't Alec Baldwin, but like, he does this intimate conversation with hey, a, speak a fellow. speak for yourself, Chris. <laughs> I can aspire to be Alec Baldwin, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. What was I going to say? Oh, he does, you know, he has this intimate conversation with a fellow famous person and you put an audience in front of them and they start, they would instantly, whether it's pandering or performing or whatever. Sure. And same sure. thing here, like, like we talked about earlier, like you have a performance voice. And I think once you sort of, sort of consciously recognize people are listening live at the moment, then you, you know, at a joke, you kind of look for a reaction or you, even you may change just, what you say. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, you could do it. What I would, I think would be good for you. Like, I think there's a good avenue for it for promotional purposes, just to get more listeners of your show because they mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily otherwise tune in. And that's where the live aspect is kind of nice. Cause even this show, like I know I'll tweet it out and today nobody happened to be, cause I didn't really do any prep or pre-announce it much ahead of time. But, um, other times folks will just tune in for five minutes to hear it. Cause they wouldn't go through the trouble of downloading it through iTunes and subscribing and sure, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's where it's warranted and you can just ignore the chat room and you don't have to pay attention to it. But, um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No. It's it's I I go back and forth on it, and I, I we haven't yeah. quite decided. Yeah. Um. Well, it's maybe a, a good spot to sort of end. But before we go, I'll uh, I'm going to ask you what what podcasts you listen to and what apps you listen to them on. So if I don't know if you need to get pull up a player or whatever, I'll do a quick sponsor. Uh, yeah. Where read. is my phone? Yeah. Go go do your sponsor. Um. This uh, this episode of Show Me Right is brought to you again by Sound Lounge by T Bone. Uh. He does voice audio post-production services here in Saskatoon and but services the world. Um, he does the intros and outros for this show. You can visit his uh, website at thesoundlounge.ca and uh, hear work that he has. He works with other voice artists. So if you need uh, maybe an intro for your podcast, something different just to spice it up or or uh, some music produced for your intros, those kinds of things, uh, he's looking to get into that. He does commercial radio jingles and, and all that kind of stuff as well. But uh, looking to reach out to some of the podcast folks out there just for a different uh, different industry and different business to get into. So uh, hit him up at thesoundlaunch.ca. Be sure you tell him you heard about him here on Show Me Your Mic. And uh, so my thanks to to the Sound Lounge for sponsoring Show Me Your Mic. So is that enough of a ramble? Sure. <laughs> I should also say for anybody He's got a great voice, by the way. Yeah, he does. He's It's funny because he's a local. He was in local radio here where I live. And so I and I know him outside of that. But People, I think, who know me hear him and kind of it's this weird disconnect of like, I've heard that voice somewhere like advertising mattresses or something. <laughs> but why yeah, is he sure. talking about podcasting? I don't know what's going on. Anyways, so. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if, if somebody's interested in, yeah, I should mention too, I don't often, I don't mention enough probably that um, I am looking, searching for sponsors for the show. I'm trying to find a, a good angle. Of, obviously, there's a market to speak to with uh podcasting community folks and if you've got a product or a service that would be up up that alley i'd love to hear from you and i can figure something out sskTn.com slash contact is where you can reach me so um what kind of podcast do you listen to uh i listen to a lot i mean i listen to a handful of five by five shows i listen to back to work i listen to in beta uh gina trapani is a friend of mine and so i mean you know we uh, there's a few a few of those i listen to um i listen to some of the twit stuff uh um, you know, Mac break weekly and this week in Google. Um, but, uh, but you know, the other stuff, you know, the, a lot of the typical stuff, stuff you should know, radio lab, sometimes this American life, although sometimes I find it completely insufferable. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, I can identify. That's where I don't actually subscribe, but I'll, 
if enough people tweet out or post or whatever about an episode. Go listen to it on the web. Yeah. Yeah. Or use Huffduff. Like there's a really good episode about uh, patent trolls right now that that's pretty good. But then other ones I'm listening to, I'm like, oh, you are just ridiculous. I can't listen to this. Um, I, lately I've been starting to get into video stuff. So I've made, I made a few little movies, these very, very short films that are like one minute long or two minutes long. And, um, they're my first tries at doing anything in video. I've done three of them in the past three weeks. And mostly it's just sort of stretch my legs to do something different to get the creative juices flowing, flowing. But it's got me listening to this thing called that post show, uh, which is, a bunch of people talking about video editing and equipment and that kind of stuff. Uh, I listened to this thing called the Terrence and Phillips show, which is also like these two guys talking about video stuff. So, you know, I, and then every once in a while, I'll, Rachel Maddow, I don't always watch at night, but I have it automatically download last night's episode. So if I'm on the train, and I have nothing else to listen to. I'll listen to some news. Um, but uh, I use downcast oh, on yeah. the phone. Um, I used to use a thing called eye catcher, which, uh, was really good. And then at a certain point I had to, I got a new phone and I was going to have to restart doing everything separately. And so I decided to switch to downcast just cause it was a little cleaner. Um, I also listened to the non tech podcast, which is uh, a computer hardware site where they go really deep into, you know, chips and motherboards and all that kind of stuff. And I'm a huge nerd with that stuff. So I'll, I'll go listen to that every once in a while. It's funny though, that when you listen to certain shows, you listen to shows that say Dan or Leo Laporte or these guys do who really know what they're doing. They are very good at keeping shows on track mm-hmm. where sometimes you listen to other shows. I was listening to like uh, the verge has a podcast and those guys know what they're talking about and they know their field and whatever it is. And, and Josh Topolsky's great. But their conversations are all over the place because no one pulls it back in. You know, no, yeah. no one's like corralling the group a little bit. And, and you don't really notice it until it's gone. And then you go back and listen to the people who know how to do it. And you're like, wow, they, they're doing that so effortlessly, like herding dogs, you know, like, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, like they're, they're just zooming around the, the group of sheep, you know, just making sure they don't go in the wrong direction. And, and how effortlessly they do it, it's like it's a real skill and it's amazing. And it's something I wish that I could, you know, build up if I was ever going to do this with more people than, than, than I normally do, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. That's the, yeah. the fun and the struggle of, uh, you know, you do a show like you do an interview show or not, sorry, not an interview show. You do a show with the same person each week and you, you, like you said, you build a rapport, you know, each other, you know, your pauses even and, and the jokes and reoccurring things and all that kind of stuff can get built up. Whereas an interview show sort of like this one, you, I am at the mercy of the guest each week and so let's, let's do it again next week. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, actually, that's what, at some point I'm going to run out. Well, not I won't run out of people to talk to, but I'll run out of uh, people coming and wanting to talk anyway. So I'll just go back to the beginning and start over again. And, and uh, I, I don't know that that will happen because I think the whole world of podcasts are growing far faster than yeah, you know, exhaust, like <laughs> like like New York City restaurants, right? Like you could never go to all of them because by the time you got to the end, another fifty had opened and fifty had closed. You know? Yeah, uh, and that's like in your neighborhood. Yeah, so it's it's. You know, the good thing about it is that, I mean, we talked a little bit about photography or we talked a little bit about like what I try to do on my show. And the advantage of your show is that you can discuss that topic with whoever it is you're talking to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Each week it's new. It's a new opinion, a new look at the same topic maybe or or in general. Yeah. Yeah. Coming from different angles. So yeah, yeah, it was fun. Cool. Um, So where can folks find you, follow you, all that kind of stuff online? Let's see. Um, 
on taking pictures podcast is at five by five dot TV slash OTP. Um, we are all, I'm also at billwadman.com, W A D M A N. And, uh, let's see, on taking pictures.com is my blog, Twitter at Bill Wadman. And I think that's probably everything. And where's the, uh, there's probably some insane URL for the Google plus group that you mentioned that. you. Oh yeah. If you go <laughs> on to Google plus and you pictures. look, search for on taking pictures, it comes up as, uh, one of the, let's see if it even does. Let's see. Yeah, it shows up as one of the communities right away. There we go. Uh, and it's a private community, so you have to ask to join, but we accept Ooh. everyone. We're just trying to no, <laughs> keep it from getting to be a madhouse. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thanks, Bill. And uh, yeah, be, f- be sure to visit his websites. All the links and stuff that we talked about will be available at sskTN.com. Look for Show Me Your Mic and Bill's episode, Bill Wadman, uh, episode 19 there. I realize I just I actually don't have episode numbers on the page, so, but I'm sure you can remember his name. <laughs> and uh, you can uh, follow me on Twitter. I'm iChris on Twitter and app.net. And then also, of course, SSKTN is on Twitter. It's same SSKTN there and Facebook. I do have a Google Plus group there and uh, uh, some insanely long thing to find it there. But uh, uh, feel free to join, discuss, talk about this and other shows that I do. And uh, in the meantime, thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Show Me Your Mic on the SSKTN Podcast Network. Follow along on Twitter at SSKTN or like us on Facebook.com slash SSKTN. Be sure to visit SSKTN.com for interviews with other podcasters, as well as learn about other shows we produce, such as Welcome to the Internet, Too Lazy to Blog, and Lost in Lemon. <laughs>